0: Go
1: through. And I gave it Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. I can't believe that we're back. I can't believe, you know, I try really hard to stay committed to things. It's just not really my gig, and I really want to uh, bring the love to you guys, and so. The podcast is back. It's just another White Guys podcast. I'm Dustin Jones. From the, I don't know, should we call it the Shiner Box Studio or the uh, Superman Man Cave? Um, It's the Jog Pod Studios. We're back better than ever. A new uh, setup for the uh, Jog Pod. And who could we have live in studio for the first pod back on the air? Then the one, the only, Nigga Jones. Well, hello. Hi. How's it going?
0: Good. How are you?
1: Oh, pretty good.
0: <laughs> well, the pleasantries are over, I guess. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, thanks <laughs> hello, for listening. Hello. <laughs> thanks, thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs> thanks for stopping by. Uh, so we're back. Deep. Yeah. And uh, we have a new, uh, new setup. New I, computer. Thank you, Jeremy Sanoski, for the uh, new-to-me iMac. It is... Uh, it's fancy. It's, it's been a learning experience. Um, Mac is... Not a language that I'm familiar with. It's
0: a whole different thing.
1: So, uh, been spending the last week or so figuring the buttons out. Well, that's not true. I spent a couple weeks ago, I spent about a week learning the buttons, and then <laughs> the last couple weeks, we've kind of just not done it. So, we are working to bring the podcast back to full working order. Yay! Today is the start. We're going to get things going and, uh, get everything back up to speed and we have some exciting news about the podcast we'll have that later on in the program so you're gonna want to stay tuned to find out some fun about that
0: nice tease
1: thank you that's fancy yeah that's that's what we call in the business a tease that's why i went to radio (laughs) school and spent all that money and got that fancy degree so uh, i'm sure some of you are wondering uh what's been going on where we've been what's been happening uh yes Part 2 of the interview with my mom from this winter still needs to be edited and put up. <laughs> we'll put that up here probably in the next week or so, so you can stay tuned for that. It had a weird, abrupt ending. Uh, I was having some problems getting things working on compu- on my computer in terms of being able to cut things and put things together. So it didn't have the uh, the, the polish that I would have mm-hmm. liked for it to have, but I was trying to get something up for people to listen to. And I will... Work on getting part two up so you can enjoy the Christmas Conversations with Mom part two in July. That, uh, yeah, Christmas in July. Really? Christmas I mean, it, does, in it July. does work. See, this is what I need you for. You're <laughs> just brilliant. It's, it's too good.
0: We're a team, Jones. We're so, a team.
1: So we're back. It's July. We're sweating our balls off in Oklahoma. So hot. It finally is summertime and hot around oh, here. it sucks. We've had more rain than I can ever remember. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's an incredible amount of rain, and now the heat has returned, which is lovely because the rain, the uh, ground is saturated with moisture, so the heat comes up, and so that just makes it even hotter. It's
0: awesome and humid. I don't know if you guys can hear the cicadas, but they're so loud, like you can't even hear yourself think yeah, that's, outside.
1: It's just ambiance. Yeah, for the it just sounds
0: hot, feels hot, looks hot, just blows generally.
1: It it really. When you walk outside, it feels like a sweaty hairdryer is blowing (laughs) in your face. So you can think about that enjoyment.
0: Punch in the face with a hot sandwich. A what? I don't know. I just made that up right now. Oh, good Lord. (laughs) They can't all be winners.
1: Got to do what you got to do, I guess. That's right. So let's talk about uh, what's been going on. Yes. Catch everybody up on our exciting lives. So part of the reason that the podcast kind of fell behind is... uh, I took a job with uh phillips sixty six uh as part of the Phillips Academy. I know we talked about that on the podcast uh last summer almost a year ago. I quit my job at the credit union yep probably the best thing I've ever done <laughs> was uh was to move on i like I've said in previous podcasts I was very thankful for the job I had at the credit union and the opportunity that job came along at a time when I needed a job and you know, it 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 was a very helpful situation for us, and so I'll be appreciative of that, but had this new opportunity, and since then I have gotten another new job, which I love even more. I now work in transportation and dispatch for Philip Sixty Six. So I've moved to a completely new department, learning completely new things, and it has been an interesting experience and an interesting transition. It's it's harder than I thought it would be, but in a good way. I like being busy all day
0: and like being in a challenging sort of way. Yeah,
1: and you know, with anything else, I'm sure at some point I'll, you know, get into a, you know, maybe it'll become a little bit boring or whatever. But it's uh, an interesting job, and so far I'm having fun with it. I like the hours. Uh, it's. Twelve-hour days or something that it's taken a little while to get used to, getting up at four forty-five in the morning is something that's getting used to, but it has been a good transition. And I would say probably the last month, uh, I, I would say I've been pretty happy over the last month.
0: Yeah. When did you start?
1: Last month. It's been almost a month since I started. Okay. I think this was the. I think this was my fourth week.
0: Yeah. Okay. I was trying to remember when you started. Seems like it's been longer than that. Is it really only four weeks? Yeah. Okay. So. All
1: right. Because didn't was my first week was the week before our anniversary. Right. So because I did that really super long seventy hour week to start, yeah. they really eased me in <laughs> with a with a six day seventy hour week. So <laughs> which was yeah. nice, you know when you get paid when you get paid every week. You have a like sixty nine hour pay week it, that it pretty, didn't
0: suck. that was pretty nice, but brutal to get there
1: yeah it was it it was not exactly an ease in sort of thing, no, but it hit the ground running, and you know I try to pride myself on being able to step into a situation and and learn and hit the ground running and I was able to do that in this job, and the guy who trained me was like on the second day. He's like, here, why don't you go ahead and just run the the program? So I did it, and, you know, after what he had showed me, and he was like, I just wanted you to know, I've trained, like, 30 people. I've never let anyone do this on the second day. That's awesome. So, it made me feel good, and so we're off and running. It's an opportunity to um, do work in an area. You know, I'm responsible for a part of the country that I'm familiar with. I look at Oregon, Washington, Northern California, and also Colorado. Which I don't want to talk about right now because I really hate Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> Colorado has been the band of my of my existence the last few weeks at my new job. Anyone listening to this It'll in Colorado that is having trouble, you know, getting gas at a gas station, that's not really my fault, but you know, that's just the way it goes sometimes. But it will get better. And overall, like I said, it's been a fun experience, and it's great to be a part of Phillips Sixty Six which I never thought I would be a part of. I never imagined working at a giant corporation like this. And, yeah. you know, you hear a lot of things, oil companies and blah, 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 blah. Ultimately, it's it's good people that you work with here. When you work at Phillips 66 in Bartlesville, it doesn't feel like this giant corporation. It's a little more homey. Yeah. So it's, you know. I, I mean, really I work for it.
0: the other company, but still. I Yeah, we're know.
1: basically enemies now. <laughs>
0: We only have a little bit of crossover, really. So there's not really. It's more like competition for talent in a small market right. than it is like our products or our services compete.
1: Yeah, but you guys are the rapers and pillagers of the world. And, <laughs> that's lovely. and then we take uh, <laughs> and then we take those uh, the fruits of that labor and sell it for for profit. So you know what can I say? Yeah. Hey, and just uh, friends, family out there on the west coast that are listening, uh, if you could please do me a favor. When you make your choice of purchasing gas, <laughs> if you could please go to the gas station with either a Philip Sixty Six Shield or the seventy six, um, that would be helpful because, you know, you're gonna spend money on gas, so why not spend it at a company that's gonna then pay me my money? So that's what I would say. Makes sense. And we have the best gas. You can look it up. We he, do. Has,
0: he has drunk the Kool Aid, ladies I have and gentlemen.
1: Fully embraced <laughs> Hey, when you start getting those paychecks, <laughs> what are you going to do? I am nothing if not a whore. <laughs> so as soon as someone else wants to pay me more money, I will be a whore for that company as well. <laughs> because
0: oh, Dustin. everyone
1: uses gas and I don't care what you say. Unless you're one of those natural gas people, which is interesting. You're seeing a few more of those cars that like run on natural gas, uh-huh. which is, I don't know. Do you go like, where do you go I don't know.
0: That? I have no idea.
1: So anyway, but yes, I've drunk the Kool-Aid. Couldn't be happier because Kool-Aid's fucking delicious. Um, all right. So mm, dark. what else we got going on? It's summertime. What do you think about when you think of summertime? I know what I think of. I think of vacation. Vacation. And we have a good one coming up. I'm very excited. We are headed back to Oregon and Washington. We're doing something I swore that I would never do again, which is fucking driving out there.
0: Yeah, that's pretty dumb.
1: All for one reason, and it's because we have a problem, and that problem is we don't want to leave our puppy (laughs) for 10 days.
0: I don't really... It would be really hard to be away from... Like, I know that there are parts of having him with us that are going to be frustrating and make it more complicated or whatever, but... like. He's just he's our family. Like he's got to be with us. It just doesn't make sense if he's not there.
1: No, it doesn't. And so we have decided that we are going to Oregon uh and we are going to Washington. We're going to Washington for a very specific reason and that's because something I never actually thought would happen. We've ha- we had conversations we at did. one point. We said, "God, how amazing would it be like put together your ultimate concert?" And for me, It is Mumford & Sons and Foo Fighters playing together in the same place at the same time. And that is fucking happening. (laughs) And I have tickets.
0: So so we are driving 24 hours to get there. (laughs) We are driving to
1: Walla Walla, Washington to see Gentlemen of the Road, which we've gone to before. It's a fun festival that that Mumford & Sons puts together. Uh, They bring bands that they're fans of that they want to see play music. And they put together a two or three day festival in... Some random town, and yeah, like smaller
0: towns. Like it was in Waverly, Iowa, yep, Waverly. and Seas- was it Seaside, New Jersey, and yep, Seaside, well- New Jersey, and well, a couple years ago, we- they were in Guthrie, Oklahoma, which was the first capital of Oklahoma, and is a small historical little town, and so it's cool. Like they just kind of go and take over the town, and when we went to Guthrie, it was so freaking hot that we didn't really get to experience anything beyond the shows. Like we just kind of went and. S- sat in the field and baked in the sun and so I'm hoping that even if it's hot we'll be used to Oklahoma hot so hopefully Walla Walla hot won't feel so bad and we can actually you know go around and see stuff and maybe get to see some of the little pickup shows that'll be happening around after the main shows are done and you know maybe get to see Marcus Mumford or one of the Mumford guys or one of the Foo guys up close like that would be be, pretty kick-ass that would be awesome
1: we also we bought one of the the packages so we got tickets and hotel and all that stuff so it'll be a little bit different for us this time last time we stayed down in oklahoma city and so it was like you know a 40 minute drive to the venue and right we had to park and do all that bs so it should be fun we'll get there thursday night the the stuff gets going thursday the official festival starts friday afternoon and saturday so we'll do that um Fortunately, Walla Walla has a really what seems to be a really cool uh, dog uh, daycare overnight kenneling situation, so we're able to secure a place for a Buster to stay, so he doesn't have to stay locked in a hotel room all by himself. He'll be able to hang out with other dogs. So that were cool. That's cool. We're excited about that. Uh, I don't think I've ever been to Walla Walla, but it's I'm trying be- to remember
0: if I ever was. I don't. I don't remember if we were.
1: It's going to be at, uh, I think it's Whitman College. I think they're going to have the shows on the... Uh, I would imagine it'll be like in the football stadium or whatever right. they have going on there. So we have that to look forward to. Um,
0: well, they normally do it out in some big field, so I don't know. It'll be interesting to see where they have it.
1: Well, I know no, I know it's it's in the, the sports complex. Okay. So I've, it just kind of depends on, on where they have the show. Because um, when they had a couple years ago when they were doing the tour stops... Or the stopovers the one they did in Ohio the summer they came to Oklahoma was out of college and they did like they set up the the stage in the the football field and they oh. had you know the grandstands and and then the open field and stuff like that so that is something I'm very much looking forward to we've yes. we've been had we've had this planned for eight months now,
0: yeah, like December right yeah I think that's when we went I don't even remember when we bought tickets like it's been a long time since we bought tickets yeah.
1: So, we have that coming up, and then we will jump back on the road, make another five-hour drive, and uh, head to see family in Oregon for the summer. Um, Be out there probably, I think we're going to be out there until Friday the 21st, which is my mom's birthday. So, we'll be there for five, six days, get a chance to see everyone, and that's where the upcoming... Teas will be talked about we'll talk about that more at the end of the show but we have some news on things that are going to be happening while we're in Oregon things that you might be interested in I'm just saying <laughs> so we know that Foo Fighters and Mumford are playing right who else is going to be there that we're excited about uh Dawes
0: I'm pretty excited to see them I don't know is my morning jacket on this show no dang it I really want to see them um I can't even remember who all is on this show I such, feel like the such, vaccines such good
1: prep prep work I can't ima- I, I can't believe you had all this time to prepare for this podcast. And yeah, like a whole to, five minutes. <laughs> you didn't bother to look up who's going to be at the show with us? I'm just going to show
0: up and see good bands. I don't really care who they are. I, I am bummed that Haim isn't going to be there. I would love to see Haim again. They're, and
1: They're a little busy on tour with fucking Taylor Swift. I know,
0: and I'm bummed that Alabama Shakes aren't on this one, but...
1: They're too big. They're too they're, big. They're co-headlining this year. They co-headlined... Um, so let's see, there is uh, a dude named Blake Mills, Don't Dawes, which by the way, if you don't know
0: Dawes, like you need to know them. You should
1: know Dawes. Dawes is a good band. They are
0: freaking awesome. I'm in love with them right now. I'm a little late to the party.
1: Why is it that I keep saying fuck and you can't say freaking?
0: Because I don't swear on recordings generally. Why? I don't know. It's the internet. I, it just, it's not that I can't, it's just that I don't.
1: What are you doing, buddy?
0: Buster Man's in the podcast like every, with us for the first time. So end. if
1: you hear a little click, clack, click, clack... Come on, bud. That's bust. Come on. Uh, James Vincent McMorrow. Hmm.
0: I don't know any of these bands Jeff so the
1: Brotherhood, uh, which I heard a little bit of. Jeff the Brotherhood's pretty good. Jenny Lewis.
0: Who I'm not a huge fan of, but maybe she'll be good live. The Flaming Lips. Which I'm pretty jacked to see. I saw them like in 1994 um, at Lollapalooza. Uh, I was in... <laughs> I had eaten some sketchy Chinese food, and so I was in the porta potty the whole time. But they were awesome.
1: <laughs> a ringing endorsement, if I've ever heard one. But they were
0: so good. The they vaccines. Were really fun. I like the vaccines. We saw them in Guthrie
1: and Two Yards.
0: Yeah, I don't really know any of those bands, but they should be fun. But we didn't really know yeah. anybody going into Guthrie either. We didn't know
1: Heim. We didn't really know Alabama Shakes. Right.
0: Like I maybe I maybe heard a song or two of theirs. And Edward Sharpe and the Magnetic Zero was played in Guthrie too, which they were. They were just kind of weird,
1: <laughs> we didn't stay,
0: no, we just heard them as we were leaving. It was, it was so too hot so
1: hot and tiring, and I it was just, wanted just to too go hot to bed. so much fun though i'm 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 really looking forward to hopefully getting a chance to immerse ourselves a little bit more in the actual festival uh instead of just you know trying not to die of the heat. yeah, it was so brutal so speaking of Dave and the Foo fighters he's... poor Dave. He is currently playing shows from a throne. Speaking, as we're recording this right now, they are on stage playing a show at Fenway Park, their second night of uh, back-to-back shows at, at Fenway. Um, your friend Molly is is there. She was front row last night. Jerk. I really hate her a lot. I hate her a lot, too. She's a Blackhawks fan, so she got to win a Stanley Cup. Her team won a Stanley Cup. She had Chris shiflett in their uh, touring Floyd's, the barbershop Which
0: Chris shiflett is the Foo Fighters guitarist, if you don't know.
1: Yeah, if you don't know who Chris Shiflet is, just kill yourself. <laughs> you don't. You don't deserve. To, Not everybody is diehard of a fan. Is as, don't as deserve we are. to be. <laughs> Shut In, up! No, I'm just kidding. Um, so she got to hang out with uh, Chris Shiflet and uh, some dude from the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Yeah, I, don't,
0: I didn't know. I didn't know who he was, but I mean, Mighty Mighty Boston's are cool. I like them.
1: So she is once again at Fenway. Two nights at Fenway to see Foo play live.
0: And Dave's playing from like a Game of Thrones type throne that he had made of guitar necks, and it's pretty kick ass.
1: So if, yeah, so if you don't know the story by now, I don't. You must not be on the internet very much because he just
0: proves to be the coolest guy ever, over and over and over again, pretty dude much.
1: Falls off the stage, breaks his leg, tries to finish the show. He did. He didn't. F- no. He, he went they, away
0: for an hour and then came back, and they played more songs.
1: They played more, but he, they didn't do a three-hour food show. Well, which no. is what you would normally get which is I wonder if we're getting a 3 hour foo show at Walla Walla. They have been. They better play me a 3 hour show. I want a 4 hour foo show. They have a whole another new album. They played a 3 hour show before this new album out. They have a whole another album to play. That's I true. want a 4 hour foo show.
0: <laughs> I was just reading an article about um Dave actually and he was saying that like while breaking his leg obviously changes how they do their show and whatever, but it's actually been kind of a blessing in disguise for them because it's kind of re-energized all of them for their live shows because they don't they can't fall back on some of the stuff they would fall back on. Right. like they don't have Dave running around like a crazy guy to fall back on to provide energy now. He has to sit in a chair the whole time. He can't move. So like it's actually really energized their whole band, which is cool. you know, like i'm I'm pretty excited to see them again
1: i i really cannot wait i i am literally the most excited i've ever been we've been watching way too much parks and rec yeah this isn't on the topics (laughs) list that i provided but we have we have finally joined the 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 throng of people that have have enjoyed parks and rec i don't know what the hell we've been thinking by not watching this show but it's literally amazing (laughs)
0: Uh, it's so good. If you don't
1: understand the joke, I'm not going to explain it. Just, <laughs> just go watch the show and laugh and enjoy.
0: Uh, it's so good. It's the best.
1: So then we'll do uh we'll do some we'll have some fun in Oregon, see some friends. Go see uh, the see see some O-chin. family, Go see the Chin And uh be with our puppy, Andrew Gates, our beautiful cousin who actually we got to see um over the we, fourth we were gonna try to do a podcast we just ran out the time he wasn't here as long as we thought he was gonna be um but he uh promised us some delicious barbecue so i'm looking forward to that i believe uh salmon was promised to you as well
0: yes he showed me a picture and i expect delivery because that crap looked amazing
1: you were supposed to fill time there. oh sorry, sorry i didn't realize you, you were. <laughs> thanks for thanks for thanks for covering for me there <laughs> such a great co-host i'm
0: not the professional here jones that's you
1: well well that's 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 a a stretch of the imagination
0: Uh, yeah i'm really looking forward to experiencing some of andrew's cooking and just i'm just really excited to go to oregon again like i love it out there so i'm pumped i think your mom and heather and i have already talked about some wine tasting stuff we're gonna do and
1: and andrew um, and i have talked about some uh Perhaps uh, some naked ladies that we'd like to see. <laughs> I don't know. Fant- and we're going to
0: make your mom go to the booby bar, I think.
1: Yes. Let's- <laughs> mom, you have to come to the strip club. You guys are going to go yeah. do a day of wine tasting, so you'll be abuzzed, and then you can come and, and uh, partake.
0: You have to buy your mom a lap dance. That'll be amazing.
1: That that would be awesome. <laughs> if, you'd like- if you would like to donate to the Roxanne Lap Dance Fund, uh, please click on the link below uh, in in the the program here. Send to, me a shim, send me a few shekels and uh, uh, we'll see that they go to uh, to the good cause. You know, we got to put these girls through school. You know, they you know, real yeah. estate school or uh, right. you know get their
0: uh, they're getting their law degree, their manicure, and their...
1: their manicurist license. Is that what do they call that? Cosmetology. Cosmetology there license. I knew I'd find it there.
0: Sorry if you can hear me sniffling. I'm all of a sudden really stuffy. Yes. Sorry
1: probably because we haven't dusted in this room and like probably it's always locked up since i rearranged it superman batman trailer let's talk about the amazingness first of all can i tell you how annoying it is that this movie was supposed to come out last weekend when they originally announced it and i still got to wait like 285 days
0: so why did they delay it i don't know because they just couldn't get it done in time or what
1: no i think i think that they didn't want to have it the same summer as Avengers 2 and I think they wanted a longer lead up time to get everything right and kind of flush out their you know their you know they're launching their universe the DC universe right is, it's maybe is gonna better be this to, whole thing and it's
0: maybe better to give it a little bit more time so it's not so soon after the last movie although when did that come out it's like a year uh, ago
1: Man of Steel no Man of Steel came out in 2013 yeah right
0: but like the last Batman movie to launch Ben and do... I mean, maybe it's more... I don't know. I don't remember the dates. I don't remember those things. I'm really i really no prepared. Idea. I have
1: no idea what the hell you're talking about. What do you mean for the last Batman to launch Ben? I don't understand what No, what means. I'm saying
0: is like it might be better like to have a little bit more space between when the last Batman movie was to have a oh. new Batman and a new universe and whatnot.
1: Oh, and for all you haters of Batfleck, yeah, jo- that are now slurping on him... You can welcome to the club. It's we're we're happy to have you that you're late to the party but you're welcome to join because <laughs> god damn it if he wasn't Batman in that trailer.
0: Yeah, he looked good. I mean, it's still going to take me a while to get used to it cuz to me like I liked Michael Keaton as Batman. I didn't like I didn't like any of the other subsequent ones until Christian um Christian Bale. Oh, I just—I wow. almost said Christian Leitner. I almost said Christian. uh, Who the heck was the other one? I was going to say Leitner. I was like, I—I I think it was because the thirty. Oh, sorry. Am I getting loud? Jesus. I think it was because the thirty for thirty was just on. I hate Christian Leitner, and so that just was in my brain. Anyway, because Christian yeah, Bale get, was like, "Can we get a
1: Christian Leitner as Batman movie?"
0: you <laughs> would be good, actually. Can, can you, He's so can, freakishly tall.
1: Yeah. I'm uh, Batman. <laughs> I don't know why everyone still hates me. <laughs>
0: but anyway i mean christian bale was like my fake boyfriend for a while so i don't know why i couldn't remember his name but anyway like he is by far my favorite batman like i really i think i think the voice got a little annoying in the third ver- in the th- third movie but i really i like him in that role i find him to be really good in that role and so i is it, it i just have to you know quit being a baby about it and just know that he has to act in other things he can't just be batman for the rest of yeah. his life and, and so like, I think Ben Affleck, I, it's nothing against Ben Affleck. It's just more that I need to get in the frame of mind for, to be ready for, for a different one. For you one. it
1: wasn't, but there, when that was announced, there was a lot of, I know, a lot no, of hate. No, he can't be Batman. They said the, the same thing. The guy Cr- that made Jersey Girl can't be in Batman.
0: They said the same thing about Christian Bale.
1: Yeah, well, whatever. Everyone sucks because. Internet is Bat always going to blow up. Everybody's going to hate him. Batfleck, Batfleck. Batfleck. <laughs> Batfleck. There's so much good stuff in that trailer. It just Oh god. If you haven't I don't know how you couldn't have seen this trailer by now. There's just so much I mean, they're gonna fight. Like he Superman pulls the goddamn things off the Batmobile and then he rises up and they face off and you know they're gonna punch each other in the face and he does the he has the batarang thing where he pulls up, flies off the steeple because he vision and shot at him. We're getting Wonder Woman. You have a you have a a Robin suit spray painted by the Joker in a case that's like did you know did you notice that?
0: No I didn't even notice
1: that. So you know the scene where they they kind of show it's like it looks like a a bat suit or whatever in yeah. a case with riding on it. That's a Robin suit. Ooh. So Interesting. very nerdy stuff going on there. I'm not that much of a nerd so. I'm not that much of a nerd either, but so I read about it on the internet. <laughs> I so want to be like a deep nerd. You gotta just embrace it then
0: and go for it. I try. You don't but, have the commitment.
1: I try, but I'm I'm very surfacey about <laughs> things. Like I just don't dive in unless it's Plum. sports related. You get more. Not really, even anymore. Other than hockey, I don't. I'm not really diving yeah. in on anything. I'm in on I'm in on golf right now because Jordan Spieth. Jordan Spieth's got me back caring about golf.
0: He's a pretty likable kid. Like, you really wanted him to succeed.
1: Tiger really ruined me for liking golf for a while there. Just such on a high horse of him being amazing. And
0: And to fall so hard. It's
1: been seven years since he was actually, like, good at golf. It's
0: crazy. And his last major that he won, he was basically playing on one leg, right? Because his knee was blown out. Yeah. And he was still able to win then because he had the mental toughness. And then it's just like everything just fell apart for him. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, I like Jordan Spieth too. He's a, and I think just too like, I mean, not only is he doing really good, like, he just seems to be such a likable kid. You know, like he's his, his family seems like they're really legit and like, because he has a little brother with like special needs, doesn't he? And like, yep. I don't know, it just seems really like as he's a he's a hard kid not to like, really.
1: And likely this podcast will be up by the time the British Open is over, but um, it'll be interesting to see. If, I mean. He's won the first two majors. He has a chance to win the third. Something that hasn't been done since I can't remember. They've said it like fifty times, and now I can't remember fifty-seven or forty-seven. Ben, since Ben Hogan, who was also a Texan, Jordan Speet's a Texan. Another interesting. I don't know if you heard this on the broadcast, but when Ben Hogan won uh, to win the third major uh, in the calendar year, the the guy who finished second was an amateur. And there is a kid who is an amateur that's on the top of the leaderboard right now. So just interesting confluence of events to, yeah. to see what would happen. And he
0: seems like a cool kid too. Like he yeah. was so, in the interview
1: today, like he was so calm and poised. And Well, it's like no one, he never would have expected to be on the top of the leaderboard. Right. He wasn't even, he wasn't even really the best golfer on his college team. He's an Irish kid who went to Alabama to play golf. So. It's crazy. It's interesting. But back to uh, back to Superman versus Batman. We got like two hundred and seventy-five days or something until that movie comes out. So way too long. The hype train will continue to roll on. But they released that extra. I mean, that trailer that they released was. was uh, sorry, I'm not used to this computer. It went black. I freaked out for a second. <laughs> um, three minutes and like forty seconds of uh, of this trailer, and it really put to e- put my mind to ease on. Kind of everything that they're doing, and
0: and it kind of sets up the transition of like why they're why they're at odds, and right. like you kind of start to see how they're going to build that, and 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 honestly, like for like I really liked that Superman movie, but like
1: the disaster, there, was, the there disaster was a lot porn, of yeah, there was a lot of gratuitous the disaster porn disaster. aspect of it was something that bothered me, but it seems like that sets it's up going to play into. Right. Why everything is the way it is. And there's a very cool video. It's kind of a throwaway scene in Man of Steel where Zod cer- learns to use his heat vision for the first time and kind of destroys that building. There's a shot in the trailer from Bruce Wayne's perspective looking at the building and you see the heat vision cut through those buildings. And it's like, oh, shit. So it, that's though that world coming together. And it's like, oh, all right. So... That is his reason why, and I think we're we're getting a, a a Batman that's kind of been gone for a little while. And my guess is there's going to be some sort of there's going to be an explanation as why there was a little bit in the movie and a little bit in the trailer of you know the Bruce Wayne's parents getting killed because you know no one knows that fucking story by now.
0: Yeah, like I feel like we don't really need that part anymore. But we'll I guess I'm we'll see how, it's how it plays be out. like
1: A three minute. Yeah,
0: like, just a little like like back to flashback sort of thing yeah i don't know so we don't really need the creation story anymore we've got it thoroughly
1: the diane the diane lane scene where she's where she's talking to him about you know be their hero be their symbol or don't be anything you don't owe this world of like goosebumps and (laughs) was it you that said you don't no i don't think you said this to me someone said she should have said you don't owe this world a damn thing and i was like why that's not... She wouldn't say it like that. She does not You don't need to punctuate that. Just the way she said it. Just the way that is all it needed to be. Yeah. No, it wasn't me who said that. No, because like... Yeah, you wouldn't have said anything that stupid. I'm pretty sure it was Jonathan. <laughs> who has said he would listen to my podcast, but never does because he's... He doesn't love me anymore. He's,
0: he's got... He's busy. He's got family and rugby and whatnot. Yep. Um... No, like, well, I don't think it's in her character to swear. Like, I don't think that I would, I wouldn't expect her care. Even something as, you know, non-sweary as damn, I wouldn't expect her to say that.
1: And a few people have been less than enthused about Jesse Eisenberg as, as, as um, as Lex Luthor. As Lex Luthor.
0: I'm intrigued. I I only know, I only know Gene, um, what's his butt? Um, Yeah. I only know. I only know Gene Hackman as Lex Luthor, so I don't really have a I don't know any anything other than that. So I expect it my expectation I know he's about the same age as as Superman, isn't he? Yeah. So it would make sense that he's a younger guy, but I don't know. It I'm not sure. I don't really know. I don't know the comics well enough to know his history and his backstory either. So, and
1: and you know, we've there's been pictures online of where he's bald, so we know that that part's coming. So either he's bald under that, or something happens where he loses that hair at some point. Um, But I've I've read a couple different interviews where Jesse Eisenberg said it's it's a different take on Lex Luthor than we've seen in the past, and I've one of the things that they did and. Not the Man of Steel movie, but the Brandon Ralph Superman Returns movie that they did when they had Kevin Spacey play Lex Luthor. Is he basically played a version of the Gene Hackman version of Lex Luthor. They oh. didn't really make any choices as an actor to take that character anywhere.
0: Which is unusual as Kevin Spacey. That must have been the
1: director's decision, Probably. I guess. That movie was just all wrong. It, I gosh. never saw it. Yeah, it's... I don't hate it as much as I hated it before, but it's Superman without any fun Superman stuff. It's an it literally is an art house Superman movie. That's kind of and weird. he doesn't he doesn't punch any. The only thing he punches in that movie is a rock. <laughs> not not That's funny. not Iraq, a rock, like an island. He punches a fucking island. Never punches anyone in the face. That's why everyone's so excited when the Man of Steel trailer comes out and shows him punch that. Everyone's like, yes, he fucking punched something. Hooray! (laughs) (sighs) Uh, Good times. So, I'm sure we'll be slurping on that movie for a while.
0: Well, and I think, too, just to go back to Jesse Eisenberg real quick, like, I trust him as an actor. Like, I think he's very talented. And so, like... I'm all for a different take on a character. Like, because I feel like Heath Ledger did that with the Joker. Like, that was a very different interpretation. In some ways, similar, but very different than Jack Nicholson, who was the most, to my, is my version of, that was my previous notion of the Joker. Because I didn't watch the shows, so, you know, the TV shows, so I didn't really have that. Um, But it was a a darker take and an interesting, less campy version of it. And it really interesting direction that Heath Ledger went. And i like, I fully think Jesse Eisenberg is capable of that sort of brilliance, like to really delve into a character and look at it in a different way and kind of interpret it in his own way. And, and so like, I'm, I'm fully on board for that. Like, I think he's talented enough that I'm not too worried about it. And
1: I dug when he was like, The red capes are coming. The red capes are... Like, I dug that. Like, I don't know what people's problem are. That leads into uh, coming... Because all of this came out of Comic-Con, which happened last week, which led to... uh, They talked about the panel. The panel got a lot of publicity, and that was the panel for the upcoming Suicide Squad movie, which, um, if you don't know, um, is kind of the worst of the worst bad guys of the DC universe. Being put together as a, a team of bad guys to do bad things when you know they can't find uh, someone to do them, so that means that the Joker is coming back as a character. You mentioned you mentioned Heath Ledger. No one has uh, done anything with that character since um, he was in uh, The Dark Knight and played that role brilliantly. We're getting a new interpretation of that with Jared Leto, and we got to see his. Uh, Uh, the our first taste of that character and i gotta say it was pretty badass like
0: the ending of that trailer is the first thing like superman batman thing did not make me giggle like that like it made me giggle like i was overwhelmed with joy watching that i was like
1: oh it's gonna be so awesome like i got super excited watching that trailer and i a couple interesting things i heard is some people don't like the tattoos Mm. and uh, an interesting theory I heard was uh, from, from Mark Bernard on uh, Kevin Smith's Bat- Fat Man on Batman podcast was that the reason why he doesn't really like them is because he doesn't see the Joker as a guy that would sit for a tattoo. Like his his world is controlled by chaos and that's not a guy that sits in a chair for a couple hours to get tattoos. That's interesting. Or that weird ass dental work that he has going on. Right. So his theory is that he, there has to be a reason that he has those weird ass teeth like he's biting somebody's face off or doing something weird. So um, we're going to see a lot of interesting uh, bad guy characters, which is a definite advantage DC has over Marvel is their depth of heelish bad guy characters that are true baddies
0: and like and fun like fun bad guys So i feel like like iron man misses out on that like if you think about the bad guys in iron man there's not like or even the avengers like because it's it's um hydra and whatever so it's like there are bad guys but there's not like these super villain sort of guys and so like i mean there's no nothing even close to the joker that we've seen so like i'm really excited to to kind of dig it, and plus, like, bad guys are fun, you know. Like, it's it's fun to watch people be horrible, and you know, be and and to be over the top, like they can be in a superhero movie, you know.
1: And the tone of that trailer was just was so it was good perfect. with that song, and you know, you're gonna get. Har- I mean, we live in a world where Harley Quinn is going to be a, a character in a movie, yeah. And like, a and a movie that's being treated seriously, and I go back to. Kevin Smith talking about he he's like I can't believe I I've gotten to live long enough to live in a world where people are treating this shit seriously like they're taking these movies and they're not camp they're not being treated you know they're being taken very seriously being lots of thought and lots of effort to make them look good and be done right and David Iyer who is directing this movie has directed a couple of great movies end of watch um, which is a fantastic movie. I think it's still on Netflix. You should go see it if you haven't. Fury, which is a World War II tank movie, which is a completely different sort of movie, but brilliant nonetheless. So I'm excited to see where he takes this. The scene uh, on, with Batman, I mean, Batman is going to be in this movie too. Batman should be in every DC movie. Like, Just <laughs> put him in there because he's awesome.
0: So is that Ben Affleck's Batman yes. that will be? Oh, okay. I, didn't, yeah. I actually didn't know that.
1: So it's what's happening with DC is what's happening with Marvel. It's the whole. It's their world. You know, we're gonna get.
0: So it's gonna be like like the Avengers and where like there's the um, Red Widow or what was Scarlet Witch? No, Scarlet Witch. Or no, who's uh, crap? Who's Scarlet Johansson's character? Black Widow. Black Widow, like the Black Widow with um with Cap America, Captain America, and whatever, like that sort of crossover. Yeah,
1: it's all gonna be. Yeah, it's all the same universe. So we're getting this and then we're gonna get Suicide Squad and we're gonna get a Don of Ju- we're gonna get a Justice League movie and we're getting an Aquaman movie. I'm excited movie. for a Destiny for a Justice League movie. We're gonna get a Wonder Woman movie. We're gonna get Which all of this.
0: Can we talk about Wonder Woman for a yeah. while, for a second? Like I'm reserving my judgment until I see the movie. I am not at all excited about her costume about how she looks she doesn't look right to me and maybe it's because i just have the i mean it needed to be reimagined because it can't be like linda carter's wonder woman you know like it needs to be different than that but like i don't know it looks it just doesn't look right so i'm interested to see how it is in the movie what
1: exactly doesn't look right i don't know
0: it just doesn't look right it doesn't hit it doesn't hit the spot i'm wanting it to hit not when i look at it so we'll see
1: With your depth of knowledge of the Wonder Woman character. Exactly. So,
0: I'm coming in as a very casual fan, but yeah, I don't know. I gotta say,
1: Gal Gadot looked like a badass Wonder Woman, so I'm excited. The fact that it looks like they're all gonna fight, and like just...
0: And I'm excited, like, like I don't get too, like, caught up in, you know, like, (sighs) that like having a, a female character have, have her own carry her own movie and whatever. But I think it is important at the same time. And so like the fact that she's actually going to get a movie, I think is pretty cool and they're going to treat it seriously. And it's not going to be some little throwaway thing. Like I'm excited for that too.
1: And speaking of uh, fake boyfriends that you had, uh, Jason Momoa is going to be, uh, <laughs> is going to be uh, Aquaman. I do like him as Cal Drogo. <laughs> well, he kind of looks like Cal Drogo in that, Promo that they released for Aquaman. So I haven't
0: seen that but, yet. I will have to watch that.
1: No, no, no. Not a. It's not a thing. It's a, it's that picture I showed you. Oh yeah, Where yeah. The seven unite you know, the seven or whatever. Right, right. So we'll have to see. But I think I think I think you'll be all right. I think I think you I think you will he, find that it'll hit you in your Cal Drogo spot.
0: <laughs> he's rather attractive, so it yeah, should be does, too.
1: He's not hard on the eyes. The other thing that came out a couple weeks ago is that not only are we going to get a solo Batman movie, which obviously, duh, but that, Kevin, uh, that Kevin, Ben Affleck is going to direct himself right. in a Batman movie, which I'm sure is one of the ways that they got him in. Is like, hey, because, Affleck has wanted to have something to do with Batman for a long time, and so he's, you know, totally on board, which makes sense, and he looks amazing as Bruce Wayne, and I think that they're going to do a really great job on the script, and and uh, his his writing partner has had a big hand in, in rewriting some of Dawn of justice. And I think probably had a hand in helping with suicide squad. And so it's kind of all going to be kind of u- not uniform, but have the same train of thought and hopefully right. we'll, we'll keep it solidified. And what's great about this is that Marvel has their, their niche. Now they're, they're the fun, bright, everything's cool like it's fun super fun popcorny action comic book movies to go see and dc's going the other way they're gonna go dark and gritty and which is totally cool i yeah. mean
0: because it, it it shouldn't all be the same like it should be its own thing
1: absolutely and the dc characters are so much more mythological like the the marvel character seems like it, they're, it's more sciencey sort of stuff like Captain America is his superpowers are derived from a serum that was developed and Bruce Banner is in the Hulk because he was exposed to gamma rays and you know Iron Man is is who he is because, you know, we just had to build something to keep shrapnel out of his heart and so it's, you know, scientific. Someone had to come up with these things right other than like except Thors. for like Thor, he's like yeah. you know, they changed it from, you know, he's an alien now versus, you know, he was like a you know, a god, a Nord a Nordic god in, in the comics, but which he still
0: is a god, but
1: he's an right. alien god, I guess. No. Right. But... So, we've talked about a lot of fun stuff. Yes. And now I have to talk about some sad stuff. And what's interesting is because the last podcast I did, I was very depressed about this subject. And then it got really awesome for a while. And I didn't talk about it. And then it got sad again. And that's the Minnesota Wild. Yeah. Wah, wah. It was a bad end to the season.
0: It was a horrible end of the season. It was an embarrassing end of the season. It it feels a little less embarrassing because the team that decisively beat us went on to win the Stanley Cup. So it feels like at least we lost to the team that won the whole thing. But like...
1: That was about a bad six days in May as you can have. It was
0: pretty horrible.
1: But the frustrating part is that six days in May kind of ruined a really fantastic three months. Right. Because... Super Bowl Sunday, fucking Super Bowl—that's <laughs> a whole other thing. Any Patriots, was not fan, a good year for your any team. Any fucking Patriots fan listening to this can suck my dick. <laughs> anyway, so I remember having the conversation. Matt Hutchins was on the podcast. We talked about I was fully ready for the Wild to just tank, just yeah. lose them all. That, well,
0: they—it's that was a pretty logical way to look at it because yeah. they
1: looked pretty terrible. And Devin Dubnik came in. And saved the season and they played great hockey in front of him and he didn't let in any goals practically and bounced back anytime. That was a really great thing, and that was the frustrating part about the the four game loss to the Blackhawks. And hopefully it's just a matter of you know, everyone got tired and Saint, the St. Louis series was was hard fought it was and it was brutal. a battle and you know, it was four months of really great hockey and you know, everyone's they just had – a. They just, it was just a bad time for them to have a, a bad streak. And if you think about it, they had played such great hockey for so long. The law of averages say that you're going to have a bad patch. It and just, that was just the worst possible time to have that bad patch. The problem is, though, that they had that bad patch two months earlier, maybe, maybe they don't even get in the playoffs. Right. So
0: it, – so It would be nice – like. I'm I'm concerned about this season because they don't really seem like they've made a lot of moves to improve their team. Well,
1: they're hamstrung, and that's because right. they screwed up. Chuck Fletcher screwed this team with that Backstrom contract, and they screwed him again by letting injured. him by letting him. I do not. I will never understand why they did the rotating backup thing, other than they did it because they wanted to treat Backstrom with some respect and be like, you know, thanks for all you've done and we're just we're not going to make you sit up in the press box every game. But he aggravated an injury at the end of the year for no reason and now it's a situation where they can't buy him out. He's a dead spot on the roster. The cap hit they're going to have either way. That that screws them. But given where they are now, they to if they cannot get rid of him either by getting him to agree to a buyout which he can consent to it like you can't you can't buy someone out that's injured unless they consent to it and he has every right to say no i want all my money i signed this deal right we agreed to this so you should pay me but if that happens he's not gonna you should he's gonna get paid but he's not gonna play right so then it's Do you want to play, or do you just want your money? And it's like, here, take two-thirds of your money. You can go. Hope Maybe someone will sign you. Maybe you can go back to Europe and play. But he's never going to play on this team again. He showed last season he can't even stay healthy, let alone play goal. He was terrible. Which is – it's always hard, too, when
0: players get older because he was a really good goalie in his time. And, like – It wasn't a very long time, unfortunately. But But he
1: started in the NHL super late.
0: Right. And so he was, but he was very, a very talented guy. And like, I give props to the wild for not, I mean, in, in the long run, it looks like they were short sighted and they were probably, but like he, I also like, I can't. Even if it affects us now, like I can't be too mad at them for paying a guy who worked his butt off for them and played really, really well when he had a shit team in front of him.
1: The problem is though that the signs of him not being able to stay healthy were already there when they signed him to a three-year deal for that much money. Right. You know, a contract that's going to run through till he's 38. It's just, you know, know. you couldn't you couldn't have thought that three years from then that he was going to be your starting goaltender. It's just it just it was a panic move. They needed to make sure they had a goalie and, you know, that's just what happens. But now last year gets hurt and it feels it just I don't know. I know that I know that there's a lot of a lot of tension between both sides and you know, it's it's a sad end for a guy who was a big part in the turnaround of this this franchise you can't take away from the fact that Basham really helped them right but you know at the end it's a business right and, and it's going to be a matter of you know if if they have to keep him right now they don't have a spot for an extra forward they will only have enough guys to dress and play 12 forwards right that's all they have room for if there's eight defensemen on the roster and you're carrying three goalies right so,
0: yeah, which you never really want to do. You don't want to be carrying three if you don't have to,
1: but you, you weren't going to see them go out and spend a bunch of money because they didn't have it to spend. Right. The cap didn't go up quite as much as everyone thought it would. And they're committed to a lot of guys that are older for a lot of money, right? You have a bunch of money tied up in Vanek. You have a bunch of money ch- tied up in Jason Palminville. You have Backstrom who is destroying a roster spot. you have Parisi, who is... I mean, Parisi is what they thought it would be, but now you have Koivu, who is... Honestly, they needed a move. They should have traded Koivu two years ago. Yeah. Because now... You know, the key key to trading the guys, you have to trade him when you know he's done, but before everyone else realizes that he's done. And now it's past that point... So we're probably stuck with him as well.
0: The thing with Cueva though is like his locker room stuff and like his leadership is part of, I think honestly that's part of why they kept him as chemistry and
1: leadership. Yeah. But here's the thing that I understand the point, but you have leaders on the team that don't right. cost $6.75 million that can't score goals. Right. And that's,
0: And, I mean, the Vanek Vanek gamble didn't pay off. And so, hopefully, maybe this year it will pay off.
1: There's a pretty good chance that Vanek was hurt almost all year.
0: Right. So, hopefully, he'll be healthy now coming into this year. Some of his personal crap will be dealt with, hopefully. And so, he can just focus. And... Not forgetting in in the midst of all that, Ryan Suter lost his dad last year. Zach Parisi lost his dad last year. They like, had
1: the mumps. They had the norovirus. Like,
0: they were hit by every possible thing. And so, while the end of the season felt really horrible and was really hard to watch, like, the fact that they were even in the playoffs after all the adversity that they...
1: After all the adversity they went through is pretty amazing. It was a, it was a hell of a run of hockey. And it... I loved every minute. I watched every single second of every game. And from where I was, Super Bowl Sunday to the end of the season, if you would have told me on Super Bowl Sunday that they were going to make the playoffs and they were going to be one of the best teams in hockey the second half of the season, I would have said, yes, I'm in. Right. We're going to make it to the second round of the playoffs again. We're going to have a shot. Yes, fully in. And then it just was ruined by the like six bad days in May. And so that was, that was the frustrating part. The other scary part is everyone else in the division got better. Right. That's what's Everybody. scary. There've been so.
0: there've been some really good moves. And to say and just one second I wanted to say something about the Chicago series, is that I don't feel that overall they played that bad in those in any of those games. And so that was maybe even more disheartening. It would have been one thing if they just had I mean, the score was looked like they got destroyed, but they were in those games. Like even when they were down early, they were in, like they were right there. It was, they needed a, a lucky puck bounce or they needed, you know, well,
1: that was just the thing that game one, when they were down, they were down three, nothing right away. They came back, they had it tied up and then Dubnik let in that cheap goal. And that, that changed everything. Right. Because I think that if it's tied, going into the third period the wild win that game the wild win that game it's a completely different series the momentum's different the problem is the wild never led once in that whole series they gave up the first goal in every game right so then that changes the dynamic and they were never a good team last year when they had to come from behind right when they gave up the first goal they struggled so this team is going to need to figure out its identity is michael Granlund going to be your center going forward Um, They signed him to a two-year bridge deal. So at least they were smart in that. That's going to give him an opportunity to decide, you know, is this the guy that we're going for? Is he going to take the next step this season and become a goal scorer? We'll see. It seems like he defers a lot to to Zach when he has an opportunity to take a shot. He seems to rather make the pass. This team's going to need to figure out what it's going to do with Charlie Coyle. Yeah. Is Charlie Coyle going to be a 30 goal scorer or is Charlie Coyle going to be a center? Is he going to play wing? You know They need to figure that out. They need to def- figure out what role they want for him, give him that defined role, and then expect him to play that role instead of switching it back and forth all the time. Eric Holla is an interesting case. He's actually not signed yet. He um, He's a restricted free agent, but he filed for arbitration so that'll get resolved and he'll be in camp but it'll be interesting to see what happens with him it's possible that there's a trade still coming like there are people that maybe missed out on free agency, there's a lot of guys that are still out there I would imagine they make us a uh, a depth you know, forward signing at some point for you know, six hundred and fifty, seven hundred fifty thousand. 750000 maybe Matt Cohen comes back Matt Colin's a free agent. Maybe you get him on a, a minimum deal with incentives. Because the Wild needs another center. I mean, you look at the lineup, that's yeah, they're pretty. just the way it is. So it'll be interesting to see what happens this upcoming season. But it's almost August, which means training camps are coming up pretty soon, which means hockey season's going to be back pretty soon. Yes. I can't wait. I'm excited for hockey. I don't know that we're going to get to go any games this year, which kind of bums me out. Yeah, it's tough. I don't know, we'll have to see. The my schedule is, we'll They're see. not
0: anywhere close, really, on a day that we can go. No, so.
1: but they play, I mean, they play Dallas, all the Dallas games are on Saturdays, so I mean, maybe we take a Saturday off and we can go, we'll see. Speaking of Saturdays and things that are awesome, I wasn't, this wasn't on my topic list, but can we just t- talk for a minute about the amazingness that is Conor McGregor? <laughs> God, UFC, if you don't know about oh, what's going on in UFC him. right now, especially with Conor McGregor. You need to do yourself a favor and get on the Conor McGregor train because this guy is the deal, the the real real deal. deal. He he has the talk, he has the game to back it up, and he put on a show last weekend that was just absolutely fantastic. He's the new interim uh, flyweight champion, and possibility that they are going to run Dallas Stadium at t in Arlington in December for him to fight Jose Aldo, which, I mean... That would be freaking ridiculous. The Where he's gone in the last three years from... It's crazy. Fighting on fight pass prelims to being the interim champion and talking about running stadium shows is just unreal. It's
0: unprecedented. And, like, I mean, it seems like all of Ireland is basically... I mean, they all freaking travel. Yeah. <laughs> like they all came to Vegas. Yeah. There was like what, ten thousand people at the way in or something? Can you imagine
1: the party that it's gonna be in December? Oh, it will be awesome. If they if they if they put this show together and Dana White who had talked about they that, that fight although and McGregor was gonna be in Vegas, that's what they wanted to do. But what happened is MGM Grand booked It's like um, Andrea Broccelli yeah, or something. On yeah. December fifth, which is the night of that fight. So MGM Grand wanted to move the fight over to Mandalay Bay. Well, the Mandalay Bay is way smaller than the Grand Garden Arena, and they're like, "No, that's not gonna like. Why would you put that fight in that small of a place?" Shit, let's go do it in Dallas, and
0: oh, oh, that'd be so awesome. I would be so excited to get to see him fight. I don't think
1: it. I don't think they'll sell it out, but I mean, you put sixty or seventy thousand people in there, that's gonna be because how many fight. fit in
0: that? It's like a hundred thousand or some, isn't it?
1: No, I mean they like to say that. I mean, you could probably get eighty five or ninety thousand people in there. Yeah. Which is I mean
0: Well I mean they can get probably thirty thirty thousand just from
1: Ireland. <laughs> but so let's let's think about this. who else you gotta get on there? Who's fighting who's fighting who's fighting in two weeks? Right. So Ronda Rousey fights in two who weeks. Who usually fights in December. Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Ronda Rousey on that show with Conor McGregor.
0: Oh and it might be cool like if, I if mean, they could Okay, they, so here's the let's, thing. Like, let's 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 talk real big talk here. Like, GSP is training again.
1: No, GSP is never coming back. <laughs> I, I think he is. No, he GSP's, said that he might GSP, come yeah, back. GSP is never coming back. Uh, that's such a something bummer. happened. Something happened to that guy. He something happened. I don't know what it is, but there's more to the story than what happened. Right. I don't know what it is. And I, it, if it's a personal, if it's personal, if it's something happened, he just doesn't want it anymore. That's fine. You should if you don't feel like you can be the fighter that you need to be to compete right. at the top level, then you should stop. And especially I'm in totally that, I mean,
0: that. yeah, and especially in in mixed martial arts, like there's not really a lot of uh, like it gets really sad when guys keep trying to fight after they're past their primer when they don't really they're just going in for their paycheck and like I mean, although Dan Hando Hendo just surprised the crap out of me whenever that was, yeah. like, but anyway, that's off the topic. But but so okay. So it's in the Dallas, Fort Worth, Arlington area. Might be a nice time for Johnny Hendricks to fight again.
1: Yeah, but I don't know that Johnny Hendricks is getting the next shot against Robbie Lawler. Yeah, but maybe but, I mean, there they could be. Do a, a, they could put him on the card. Maybe to, there
0: would be a big fight that they could do, not yeah. a title fight, but a big fight they could do with him. What? Because that of,
1: let's let's talk about Robbie Lawler for a second. That war that, that was he crazy had with. Um, Rory, Rory McDonald yeah. was absolutely insane. The two of those guys just stood in the pocket and blasted each other, and mm-hmm. it looked like Robbie Lawler was on the way to dominating that fight. And one elbow changed that whole thing around, and it looked like if if he if Rory could have stayed on his feet, and it, it was amazing to think with the way that he looked that he had a chance to actually have won that fight. Right. That would have been one of those things that would have just been like, are you kidding me? But yeah, because fifth bi- round finish,
0: the, judge, the judge's cards, it's confirmed that the judge's cards yeah, were was 3-1, 3-1 for, for Rory McDonald, McDonald and I don't, which I don't see. I think it was 2-2, but but I mean, I'm not a judge, so whatever. But the I have never seen two guys – I would say that the Hendricks-Lawler fight that we saw was had some similarities, yeah. but not... I mean, well, Lawler just this puts on... It's a war every time he goes in there. Yeah, It's crazy that he can do it every time.
1: Yeah. And I think it would be interesting to see what would happen if Rory McDonald hadn't broken his foot. Would he have been able to move and get out of the way some of those yeah, shots? Yeah, because he just stood there and took him. he just them. got blasted oh, and that poor blasted guy. and just his face was just destroyed. It would be interesting to see... He, if he comes back he definitely won't be the same fighter but it's going to be at least next year before he fights again which is a
0: shame because he's so talented and he's such a young guy Still, he's what like 24 25
1: 25. I think actually I think he turns 26 next week but still super young in the fight game so who else what else can you book on that fight so if we're going to get a we're going to get a Conor fight we're going to get probably a Ronda fight so
0: who else would be a big fight on that
1: maybe we get the debut of CM Punk Ooh. dude how kick-ass would that be if cm punk was on that show that seems that seems like a pretty good place they to said he was him. gonna
0: fight in 2015 so that
1: seems like a pretty logical time to do it because you get the crossover if you seriously like just take my money now well i don't, I don't, <laughs> well, just I don't take, think there's any if just, it happens there, there's no
0: there's no doubt that they're take taking our money. my
1: money the
0: only bummer is that we had those ridiculous seats at the at&t or what the um American Airlines. American Center. Airlines Center. And so obviously that's not gonna be the case at the ATT no. pla at the AT&T arena or whatever it's called, but we'll figure it out. Don't yeah, worry. Our stadium I guess would be in that we arena. We have
1: we have standards that we have to live up to Because for real
0: like those tickets
1: were crazy. It'll it'll be all good. <sighs> okay. All so right. we're over an hour now. We probably should wrap this thing up. I teased at the beginning of this and we talked about we're going on vacation. And we're going to hit the road. So, with a little bit of news, we're taking the jackpot on the road.
0: <laughs> That's going to be fun.
1: We have uh, purchased a little bit of equipment to bring the microphones with us. And I have a portable audio recorder that I'm going to bring with us. We are... We haven't quite decided yet... All that we're gonna do, I would imagine that we will do a post Foo show and a post Mumford uh, recording, and with our voices very raspy. I would imagine absolutely, <laughs> probably drunk. Especially <laughs> um, so since we don't have to drive, right? <laughs> I would imagine that that would be the case. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe who he, who we could have on the podcast with us? You never know. You never know. Who who knows? Uh, it'll it'll just be us, I'm sure. But you, you never you never can tell. Maybe we'll just bring some randos in. Hey, you want to come on my podcast? Come on, man! Let's come back to my hotel room. Come on, the podcast.
0: Please don't ever do that voice again. Why? That was horrible. it was amazing. Oh, okay.
1: You didn't like that voice? Come on, man! Yeah, it wasn't the same voice. No, I don't even know what it was. <laughs> anyway, it
0: wasn't great. They can't all be winners, Jones.
1: <laughs> so we have uh we have some equipment. That also means we're in Oregon. We'll do some live podcasts. My cousin Skylar and I have already talked. We're going to do, uh, God, he, now, that guy is a nerd. For sure. And I love him for it because he knows, well, if I don't know something that's going on, I can text him and be like, dude, I don't understand what, oh, blah, blah, and then he knows. So he'll have uh, a lot of good stuff to talk about then. Also, probably get his take on getting ready to become a father or maybe just after a baby possible that we could have a birth of a of a of a little rankly while we're out there. So that's something to look forward to. Probably sit down, have another conversation with my mom. Uh, I would imagine Andrew will be on the podcast. Who knows? But we'll have a lot of podcasts from the road coming up. So that's gonna be exciting. Something to look forward to. We're back. We're gonna do these more often. Yeah. I promise more podcasts are coming. So stay tuned. The jog pod back. Better than ever. Thank you for uh, your interest. If you've cared about it at all, share it with your friends. I don't know. Like it. Click on it. Share the link. Do something with it. But always <laughs> appreciative of, of uh, any time that you've taken to listen to the show. We'll have more episodes coming up pretty soon. As always, I love you. Thank you for being on the show.
0: Thank you. It was my pleasure to be on the show.
1: All right. We're out of here. This is just another Why Guys podcast. Always protect the five-hole. All
0: Against the world